0: Call myself Heather Poppin Locklear, but the naming convention on this podcast recording we use it doesn't it don't it won't let me. My name's too long.
1: <laughs> but you could uh, you could legally change your name, right? It's not too late uh, for that.
0: You know, I could, I could actually. I didn't change my name when I got married, but you know, I, I'll just <laughs> just be like, hey, gee, I'm going down to the courthouse. See you in a couple hours. <laughs> 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 He's be like, what? I
2: just want to be an in... episode of television. It's changed everything for me. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the dedication the, i give these to writers
2: guys. obviously st- stayed
1: in a closed room for about five hours trying to think <laughs> of puns for pop and lock dancing and they came mm-hmm. up with two and i liked the one so yeah <laughs> D-
0: is that the one you liked because i didn't really like poppy long stocking i didn't think that worked
1: eh, it's okay it was mm-hmm. all right I didn't spend a lot of time. I don't know,
2: Thomas, did you think of any others? I didn't really spend a lot of time I spent zero time, to be honest, yeah. thinking about yeah. either of those or new ones. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: guten tag, homies. We're back with Community Rewatching 101. Ah. This week, as it's our tradition, we've always had to have somebody missing for... Some related, you know, their crime spree, FBI raid their house, uh, they're sick, just had children, uh, just ate children, mistaken as children, turned into children by uh, a mad scientist, you know. That was a wild
0: week, too. It really
1: was. It really was. But, you know, it was cool because they gave Thomas those accelerated uh, growth hormones, and he was able to come right back. So, uh I hear most of your body is proportionally correct, too. Right, Tom?
2: It's really exciting. And actually, those hormones allowed me to also have children while I was away. Uh, So if if I pop out for a moment, it's just because I have to breastfeed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Those hormones.
1: All right. Um, (laughs) Well, so this is our roundabout way of saying Al is missing this week. He says he doesn't have COVID, but he also doesn't have a voice. And that is problematic Mm. for... A podcast. So sorry, Al. Mm-hmm. We're gonna miss you this time around, but we do have Heather and we do have Thomas. Hello, hello, and myself, Justin. And so, yeah, three. Of f- <laughs> hey, three out of four hey. days, Don't just, Talk just, about yourself that way. <laughs> we have this schmuck sitting over here with the Yeah. Uh, so so we'll do what we can do as we look at. Season two, episode two, accounting for lawyers, and we're going to really power through an interesting, almost a transitional episode here in the second season. Uh, But my opening question I want to have for you, other than puns on pop and lock dancing, is is a question that kind of came up over the course of this episode as I'm watching uh, Chang trying to integrate himself into the study group. And so my question is, what what would Community have been like? And maybe should Community have started including Chang in the study group in season two? Like made him an official member of the study group? Because he's a student now, right? He's, mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense. They have the extra chair and he's a major part of the cast. Why not? Why didn't they make him part of the study group? And maybe should they have? I don't know. It's just kind of a question I was kicking around. What do you guys think?
0: I mean, I wouldn't have let him into the study group because he made all of their lives miserable at every chance. So I can see why they didn't as far as this, the people
1: who are in the study group. But don't you think he made their lives crazy because they drove him crazy? Like he was sort of nice at the end of season one and sort of nice in the beginning of season two? Eh, he had A softer, his moments. gentler change. Little? Mm. Do you have a little room in your pocket for some spare chain, Heather? <laughs> <Do you? laughs> yeah.
0: He can just stay in the pocket, zipped up, gagged and bound, so he can't speak <laughs> or do
1: anything. What do you think, Thomas? Was it fair or unfair for a chain to be excluded from the study group?
2: Well, you really made me think just now, because I, I hadn't thought about that, but that makes so much sense. I mean, there's like you said, there's one spare chair at the table, and he's a student now, and he'd be a great permanent study group cast member uh it'd really i mean he always adds to the dynamic but i guess i guess uh, maybe they just they thought of this more dark twisted (laughs) villainous storyline that he's (laughs) going to go on and they were like that's way too good we have to do that He's having origin story like the Joker.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: guess Gollum. Since we looked
1: at that last yep. episode, all you know, right. True. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. good Chang and bad Chang, and they're always at war with each other.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> we're, sen- mm. we're Senora Chang. I, st- I still want to know where is she? Did they get divorced? <laughs> was she was she just a friend of a friend? Delusion. Uh, <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. All right. Well, let's get into our recap an analysis here of accounting for lawyers and yes you can pause to appreciate the delicious pun in that title
2: um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah i like that that's a good title. i like it too yeah it's, it's, it's pretty good yeah <laughs> although i think no accounting for lawyers would have been maybe slightly better. Ooh. Uh, stop so improving Heather, I think- on this show <laughs> They should've, you know, right? We're we're backseat uh, show creators here. Heather's okay. got our summary for this episode, so I'm going to sit back, shut up, and just bask in her brilliance.
0: I have so much power. <laughs> anyway, we open with the dean announcing a new event at Greendale that is going to culminate in a pop and lock dance marathon that the study group is going to take part in. Chang lets the group know that they will need seven people if they want to win, and they will be short one person, because Jeff has opted instead to go support an old friend from his previous workplace. With this information, the group let him join their dance team and promise that Chang can join their study group if they win. Annie has figured out, though, that Jeff's old friend, Alan, is actually the one who ratted Jeff out and got him fired from the firm. They decide to head to the firm for this, I think it was, um... The partner possible, I didn't know how they really referred to it, but anyway, they they head to the firm for this special event where Alan is supposed to maybe become partner and they want to get proof that he did this to Jeff and let Jeff know that Alan is not really his friend. Will the group save Jeff from this unrepentant partner? Can Chang dance the night away and secure the group's win until they are able to come back and make it as part of the team? Let's talk about that.
2: Yes, let's. <laughs> yes, let's.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a Jeff centric episode. Um, For sure. We're we're gonna kind of I guess look back at his journey. Has, has Greendale changed him? And I'm not just talking about in the hat department, although that too. I love that joke at the right before the credits, where he's like, "You have no idea." what this college has done to me and then hat club (laughs) it's a dorky hat he's like
2: now you have some idea (laughs) sounds like hard times for greendale hat club they're just struggling to be noteworthy
1: they are have we started we should have have we made a list of all the different academic and social groups that this college has because they have so many really bad ones
0: yeah, oh, we haven't, but that's a fantastic idea. I'm pulling yeah, up a spreadsheet right a now, maybe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you do in Hat Club? What do you think Hat Club's all about? Hmm. Just every day a different hat? Uh, sit around and share hats? Share lice? I don't know. Oh, There's, dear. I don't know if you're passing I didn't the even hats along.
0: Yeah, Can I you wouldn't. you scratching
1: your head now, imagining oh. tiny little Mm-mm. things biting your scalp. Because you put the wrong hat on.
0: Now that the hat would be a "look, don't touch" thing for everyone. Just no, appreciate okay. the hat.
1: Don't Do you guys wear hats? Are you hat people?
0: Uh, sometimes I have a leather Stetson. You'd think I'd use it more, considering where I live. But I, I just it's so dang hot here all the time. I don't wear hats much these days. And I have some like I think they're called cloches. Those hats that kind of look like what flappers wore in the twenties. Um, that I used to wear when I went swing dancing.
2: <laughs> that sounds great that sounds amazing
0: i love them thank you
2: <laughs> i'll I send you guys pictures picture
0: we can have our own hat club guys <laughs> yeah yes i like to imagine
1: that <laughs> thomas wears shriner hats i don't know why i've seen <laughs> seen videos of him i know he doesn't but do you wear hats
2: i've i, I just googled shriner hats just to Uh, I, I, I have a, I have a purple cap that I really like. Um, I wear my, yeah, I enjoy my purple cap, but it holds my hair down so it doesn't get too crazy in the wind. All right.
0: Love it. What about you, Justin?
2: Uh, not
1: so much. I, no, I get really bad hat hair. I just have that kind of hair that if I wear a hat, I, I got to commit to it for the rest of the day. Although there was a period of time, uh, a little while back that I found through some sort of recommendation online. Um, these, these really cool cowboy hats, but they made them out of recycled canvas from Brazilian logger truck. I don't know, whatever they, they re- repurposed all this. And it was really cool because no two hats were the same. They were all, they all oh. had different like letters and stitches. And I, it was a super comfortable hat. It was, uh, a you could actually just roll it up in your hands if you needed it to. And I thought uh, I looked okay with the, with it. Mm. You know, it wasn't like I was trying to pass myself off as a cowboy.
0: Look um, at you with your fancy bespoke hat.
1: I know. Yeah. I, I still have it somewhere, but I kind of let that die. And now i am just got my thinning hair and dreams of what
2: could have been.
0: Oh, the end of an era.
2: Yeah. Gosh, I don't right, know. Well, so let's... much for trying to make fun of Hat Club. I think yeah we're supporters of hat club
1: yeah we kind of are
2: we might be the, the founding members uh <laughs> if, if. well greendale has
1: a hat club but also has dean who in this a, a very short little cameo at the beginning here one of my favorite dean entrance entrances i'm sorry i
0: had to say that yeah. guten, tag, guten tag
1: homies guten tag, <laughs> homies. wearing hosen and nice i don't know at first i thought oh he's a he's a Uh, leprechaun no 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 it's an october (laughs) it's an october thing october fest is this the first time other than like when he wore a tux is this the first time we've really seen him in like dean standard outfit promote
0: Hmm. to
2: promote something in particular
0: you know i don't remember
2: maybe yeah i'm forgetting now Uh, at least starting season too strong
0: yeah, yeah, he really is, for sure. Going in, Coming in with a bang.
1: I like that quote. It's, uh, he says, it's not often that we get to celebrate German culture. And that, <laughs> right there with the comeback, it's not often that we want to.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he was like, yeah, less is more. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: a little goes a long way, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, a little goes a long way, that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, whoever wins Pop and Locktoberfest, which... There you go. Another great little pun mm-hmm. popping Locktoberfest. <laughs> He's like, the winner gets to annex Poland. Just kidding. It's a blah, 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 whatever <laughs> it is. Like, oh my goodness, Dean. Uh, maybe walk away. Maybe walk away. Yeah,
0: yeah. Remember, a little goes a long way.
1: A little goes. <laughs> Except for the beer. I mean, come on, Germans do beer pretty well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Got to get beer and pretzels.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's a good
1: combination. Uh, Jeff has a question: Is it me, or is this campus getting more cartoonish every day? And look, he's he's asking his Abed, <laughs> who freely admits that he has now painted a tunnel on the side of the library, which is a great. Oh, what do they call it? Like the the Chekhov's gun, right there. He's he's setting something up, and you're going to forget <laughs> about it until mm-hmm. much much later. It's
2: beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's genius. It's even a line that's so quick. Yeah, I missed it, and I uh, rewound a little bit because I was like, wait, what did Abed just say? Uh, to catch it. Um, which I'm glad I did, because later you need to know.
1: It's, um, there's this particular trope called the uh, fat-lipped alligator. <laughs> big-lipped <laughs> right. alligator moment? Yeah, big-lipped <laughs> alligator moment or something like that. It's also, you know, uh, lampshading things where, you know, if there's going to be something really ridiculous... And you know that your audience is going to call you out on it, you just do it first to kind of rob them of that. And I feel like that's what's happening here is community knows, Dan Harmon knows, this season's going to get really nuts. So he's just right here, you know, another little meta comment on the whole series as a whole. It's like, it's going to get more cartoonish. Yeah, it just is. You know, like, so we can't complain because he's already acknowledged it. Um, Not that I would complain. Uh, Maybe you guys wouldn't.
0: I don't pound think
1: your fists, so. <laughs> pound your fists on the desk and demand reality and seriousness.
0: I would never.
2: <sighs> no. I'm just imagining what if from this point, like they get to this episode, there's already been crazy episodes and we've got Jeff here saying it's getting more and more cartoonish around here. Imagine if they decided from this point to go a bit less cartoonish or a bit more standard, just college-based sitcom. That oh, would be yeah. that would be really that would be the most absurd thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Playing the long game, I like it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Another thought about Hat Club. I'm sorry, I got to go back to Hat Club <laughs> just for. A brief I second. knew it. You're a hat enthusiast after uh, all. Yeah. Well, but they come by and they shove a hat on his head and they say Hat Club and they run away. Is that their way of making converts? <laughs> of, of giving people a taste of the sweet life,
2: <laughs> and then you're hooked. You're hooked it's on like- Hat Club. If you've been hatted, then you're you're stuck. You're in hat club.
1: Yeah. It's
2: (laughs) like you've been indoctrinated
1: into a cult. You can't say no. I'm going to try it. Like tomorrow, I'm going to buy a few hats, and I'm just going to run up to a stranger, go hat club, and put a hat on their head and run away. And uh, if you guys don't hear from me in a couple weeks, uh, you can contact me at the local penitentiary.
0: Mm. (laughs) Just make sure to put all that on TikTok before you go so we can see it.
1: TikTok, oh my goodness, no. (laughs) I'll put it on MySpace, come on. Oh! Uh, uh, So we have a guest star today. Uh, Rob Cordroy is uh, in this episode as a previous colleague of Jeff. He's a lawyer. Uh, What is it? I'm sorry, what's his name? Alan. Mm -hmm. Alan!
0: (laughs) And we don't have our Al this time, it's so sad.
1: Yes! Maybe that's why he died out of minutes. He just
2: knew. Ooh, I've never seen them something? both in the same room?
0: Ah. That's right.
2: But this is a pre-recorded episode, so that doesn't
0: make sense. Mm. <laughs> no. Unless that's just what they want you to think.
2: Oh.
1: See? Ah. You've seen that uh <laughs> Terminator, I'm sorry, Jurassic Park 3 when he's Sam Neill's dreaming about the Velociraptor and it looks at him and goes, "Alan." Yeah, so he wakes up. <laughs> that's what I think of anytime somebody has a name Alan now it's like you know, just Alan uh velociraptors yeah Rob Cordray, always really good at playing a scumbag man he is oh he yeah.
0: really like, is
1: you just kind of always hate him but you mm-hmm. know that's the character like he's playing so it's maybe not him maybe he's the nicest guy in the world but He's never really convinced me of that through his acting choices. That's
0: funny. I was thinking the same thing while I was watching it. I'm like, this guy is just always so good at playing these. Is he actually a good person? Or is he he like this?
1: And he's got the Grinch smile. He
0: does! Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I didn't really do too much research on him. I know he's been in a ton of comedy movies. And sometimes he's on the good guy's side. But... um, He's also part of the whole Daily Show crew for a while.
0: Oh. Anyways,
1: he uh, he and Jeff worked together. uh, Tango! Sundance! We worked with different partners. I like that line.
2: Mm -hmm. It
1: was really good. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Jeff's a little embarrassed that his former colleague is now seeing him uh, slumming it at Greendale. But... Uh, for for his credit, like Alan's not giving him, he's not really chewing him out or giving him grief or anything. He's it's like, hey, you know, you gotta let's go hang out, let's go get a, a beer and catch up and stuff. So that's kind of nice of him. Yeah, uh, for a dr- former druggie, yeah, yeah. So Chang, in the meantime, while as this pop and lockathon is coming up, Chang wants to join the the group because he thinks Winger is not going to dance with them because of alan so (laughs) i just like chang's head bobbing he's got a really hypnotic head bobbing in this scene when he's talking to them but at the same time like his head (laughs) is just going back and forth like a bird and that's uh that's interesting
2: yeah a lot of great chang physicality in this episode of course but i like how at the start he after he does his little audition i suppose he uh he even just like you know pulls himself out of it at the end it's nice (laughs) climbs out of it don't
1: steal that move It's my move (laughs) uh poor Britta this episode it really shoves like Britta and Shirley and Pierce into the background uh but Britta has a couple moments I like (laughs) she does uh Johnny Carson (laughs) you're like that's your Carson that's Jon Stewart and Chang's like you depress me (laughs) We're not quite too, you're the worst, but it's, you
2: know. It's you definitely heading in that direction. <laughs> yeah. the, the pure deafening silence after she does that line is um, quite profound. I'm sure we
1: have never had those moments in our life where we say something we think is funny, and then there's just that deep silence afterwards as everybody looks at us.
2: Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, you can't. There's no way to recover. It just, there you, is. You dig a hole. How do you recover?
1: There is. My friend figured it out in college. Oh. We had a great technique because we were always saying dumb things and then crickets, you know, chirp, chirp, chirp. So my friend came up. He he said, you got to distract him right away. And so he, his line, and he used this to great success, he would say and point and he'd go, Is that a tree? And it worked, like, 90% of the time. Like, people would turn their head. <laughs> oh, You're inside. Like, is that a tree? And they would turn their head, and then he would walk away. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> often they, would, well, <laughs> often they okay. found it pretty funny. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying that's a recovery, but it is an escape mechanism if you need to. <laughs> it's as good as any. Like it, it. As anything else. Uh, uh, I like how Pierce is really aggressive toward Alan. That's, uh, that's a nice way to go. He's like, I can can unravel your soul (laughs) Unravel your soul And Alan's like, okay, hit me You're bald, so are you
0: I'll kill you (laughs) Honestly, one of Pierce's funnier episodes too, I think
1: Yeah. The the way Chevy Chase just instantly Mm -hmm. goes into manic anger and leaps across the table is just (laughs) great Troy has to physically restrain him Uh (laughs) His, his ego is obviously uh, very prone to
2: being bruised. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he's sobbing afterwards. It's nice to see <laughs> these raw, pierce moments.
0: Such a range of emotions in that man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Peeking yeah. behind the curtain. But
1: <laughs> 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 uh, well, we definitely start to see Jeff regress back into lawyer mode, which is a distressing part of the episode that he is... Uh, he enjoys the lawyer speak. He enjoys being the slippery shark, and you, you see the study group realizing like he's just he's falling back away from us. He's he's relapsing really. Yeah, and, he's uh,
2: even got a blazer it. on. He he mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he looks like a real piece of work.
1: <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Hey, is that a tree?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just helping you out there, bud. Wait a second. <laughs> Uh, I thought you did it and then you ran away and just left me in the awkwardness. No, no, I was giving you... Okay, thanks. I forgot to run. Okay, next time. It's all right.
1: So, uh, (laughs) anyways, they leave and Annie realizes that she knows Alan from somewhere, uh, knows him from Narcotics Anonymous, and knows some vital piece of information, but she can't tell them. And because you know it's confidentiality and troy's like okay you've gone from being precious to annoying which i agree there troy good job so um so abed uh or annie proposes charades abed is really on board with this idea and probably in her only really great moment in the episode shirley just cuts to the chase and grabs annie's notes which i loved i
2: love that moment and I like, love that Annie is playing it for real, like she knows what it is, but she still writes it down because that's how you play charades, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: okay, it's four words and things. Really <laughs> yeah but Alan told snarked on uh snarked on Jeff or something like that and yeah that's that's what a mom would do too, like right 100 percent
2: just cut to the chase, whatever hmm.
1: Yeah. Still a little precious. bit
2: disappointing we didn't get the real charades game Because as Abed knew That would have been pretty entertaining mm-hmm.
1: I agree Although we we do get a bit of anti-charades In the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons episode uh, <laughs> Spoilers? Come on man oh, no. I'm just saying something to look forward to How could you? <laughs> well Troy is upset that Gogurt is just yogurt And Abed realizes now That the stakes have never been higher for jeff's soul so really we've had kind of two scenes that are just really leading up to this lawyer party which is the the bulk of the episode we're so occasionally community will take the whole crew off campus and we'll have a, a field trip episode i don't know how you guys feel i am always very divided on those sometimes they can be really great Uh, sometimes i kind of feel like it's a it was a wasted location and i would have rather than be at greendale um i always feel like we have more dependable fun at greendale and it's more of a a dicey proposition to go off campus
2: um Mm, i think you're probably right there that it's hit and miss though yeah some of the best ones i think are off campus though there are some great ones yeah. I I don't, I don't remember many right now, but I remember the um there's like the the KFC one. Oh um, yeah, that's what, what I was thinking that, too we're getting, yeah. there. we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um okay, well at the at this lawyer party, I was looking at how many extras they got for the scene. There's <laughs> that's a lot of people that you have to tell like don't make noise, but look like you're in a party, making noise and talking. It's, a, it's just a lot of well-dressed people.
0: Yeah, that was a huge crowd.
1: We were not invited. It's, that's sad. That's
0: yeah, all right. Not we We're definitely. too cool for them.
1: Yeah. And hey, another guest star, Drew Carey, why not?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, With a hole in his hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hole in his hand. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> also, forgot. why not?
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> This is what I love about this introduction to this character. You don't even barely know who he is, and he's already launching into a speech, and it's pretty much just about the hole in his hand, and... It's weirdly passive-aggressive, this whole speech. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, thank you for not talking about the hole in my hand. Thank you for not looking at the hole in my hand. And now I'm going to do a trick for you. And as the audience, like, I know the first time I watched this, I went, like, what's going on? And then he drops, like, an olive through his hand, and you're like... Okay, um, rewind the tape there, please. I mean,
2: <laughs> does he really have a hole in his hand? Yeah, I think I'm, I've realized I'm irrationally weirded out by holes in hands. Like it, it weirds me out more than I think it should. It makes me really feel. I don't like the grape through the hand thing. I don't, it makes ugh, It's a, you know, I, I've got a thing. I think ugh. you're
0: just the right amount of weirded out by that okay, hole in good. your hands. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I, I, would, I was sitting there going, why does he not wear a glove? And then Jeff says, yes. you know, other men would wear a glove.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. I was like, why isn't he? And I looked turned to my husband. I said, I would be afraid that stuff would get in there. You know, well, just touching things. It, yeah,
1: it's, it, it was a pretty big hole, so Yuck. it's just going to fall right back out. Uh, Ugh, it was no. so round. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> it was I mean, the roundness I, that bothered you the most.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe if it I'm looked more like a stab for- wound, I'd be okay with it. But I don't know what happened. (laughs) How did he get it? That's a good Mm -hmm. question. Mm
1: -hmm. Because something like that's not from birth. Not evenly. So Uh maybe he. I'm gonna guess because as a lawyer, (laughs) maybe he had a client who didn't really like him and tried to shoot him, and he held up his hand Ah. to deflect the bullet. Ooh,
0: (laughs) we got that deep community lore going now. I like
1: it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it would have
2: had to be like a, a rather large bullet. Anyways. <laughs> um, and then it's just amazing have... that the hole in the hand doesn't even matter for anything else after that monologue. No, not at all. no. <laughs> he keeps his hand in his pocket, and the
1: audience—I'm sure you guys do. Like I was watching, how many times he's going to take his hand out of that pocket, and it's mm-hmm. never again. Nope. So yeah, <laughs> they don't—they don't, they don't want to pay for the special effects no. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Drew Carey in. Which is always weird when he got, like, super skinny and then started being, like, Price is Right. Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really liked him.
0: I didn't either.
1: And I just kind of found him as kind of smarmy. and hmm I actually have a, like, a friend who used to be a stand-up comedian actually went on tour with him once oh. and said he was just kind of not a very nice guy. That mm-hmm. comes across. Yeah. But... That's a friend of a friend's story. Take it what you will. He might be a, a delightful dinner guest. I have no idea.
2: That friend
1: of your friend's might be the
2: asshole.
0: Maybe.
1: Mm, maybe. <laughs> but at this party, <laughs> we've spent enough time talking about holes and appendages. Uh, the Green Dale Seven show up pierce uh i like this little moment where he's like you know follow my lead you're not used to high society and he grabs sh- like all the champagne glasses all at once and that's uh that's
2: a good moment.
0: good little physical comedy from chevy chase moment
2: yeah. Yeah. he goes for the glass in the middle yeah <laughs> middle. <In> the- <laughs> and as they're
1: doing this chang is the uh starts his run as the heather pop and Locklears is the <laughs> only member who's shown up for this dance competition uh so i think at, in the end he ends up dancing for five hours yep. in a row which at the i would never thought about this before because i'm usually thinking about like poor Chang, poor Chang. but i'm thinking how long would you really show up to watch a dance contest of the same people just dancing like five hours just really stretching it i'm I don't even like a movie that goes beyond an hour and a half, and there's more to it than just one person dancing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, five hours—it
2: strikes time. me more as like a. Um, if it's going for that long, <laughs> it's so painful. It's more like a public hanging, uh, and people are <laughs> just enjoying the torture. <laughs> What, I'm
1: sorry, uh, Thomas. What do they do up there in Darwin, Australia, for fun? And he's speaking from personal experience.
2: Uh, we're, we're we're just a couple of centuries behind the rest of the modern world over here.
0: Uh, you, you're just retro.
1: That's all it is. Come come visit Darwin. There's only a fifty percent chance that you'll end up on the gallows.
2: Don't worry. We're we're getting most of the outlaws, oh, a few each week. So. <laughs> It's safe, but the Comforting. but the saltwater crocodiles
1: are off limits. Don't touch them.
2: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> That's true.
1: So this is all a ruse, a ruse for a heist, or as Abed says, a caper. I love that he's so delighted uh, to show off his bag of stuff that people use for capers. Me too. And so, what do we have in the bag? Do you guys did you notice what's in the bag? He's got like escape. a suction cup. Just one, in case you want to (laughs) climb a very short building or something. Uh, A credit card, a bottle of chloroform, and then I think there's one other thing. I forget what else he had in there.
2: And the credit card doesn't work, but the chloroform Mm -hmm. does. But the chloroform does.
1: (laughs) You don't really see him carrying the bag beforehand, so he must have stashed it somewhere. But anyways, they're kind of raiding Alan's office. They're looking for evidence uh troy troy and abed are at least because they're sending annie to be a lookout as bait great little moment <laughs>
2: <laughs> for annie
1: as she jumps up and down and uh she's pretty young we try not to sexualize her but the show had other intentions <laughs>
2: this episode is failing at that yeah uh, for yes. sure <laughs> what did she say i don't know <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Anyways, we'll, we'll just move on because I don't want to incriminate <laughs> myself um, any further. <laughs> I do want to notice. Let's go back to the whole hand because there's one more thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Right. Great. I, I was hoping we'd Thanks. get back to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> Jeff shakes Ted's whole hand and then you see him rubbing his own hand uh, afterwards.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's
1: somewhat creeped out by what he just felt. I'm... Just, uh... <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a little detail It was subtle, I noticed it And I'm just putting it out
2: there You know that annoying thing like Cheeky people sometimes do when they shake your hand Where they like give your palm a little tickle Have you had that happen to you? Um, no Please someone say yes <laughs> no, Is
1: that a sorry. treat? I no, <laughs> no. can't help um, you there, there Thomas, yeah. but, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: but now I'm just thinking about Someone trying to do that to him And then he uh, goes through the hand And I, uh, Can we move on? Uh,
0: uh, uh, yes, please and He gets
2: st- what happens if it gets, like, it pulls no. too fast away and it gets stuck? Go, like, a, a finger lock in the hand. What happens when he's, like, trying to, like, wash his face and he puts his hand in the, hands in the basin and the water <laughs> just goes through? Yeah,
0: I guess it would actually be easier to clean than I initially thought.
1: Is it harder for him to swim because the water just goes right through? <laughs> like he does, He's he got one, like, damaged flipper there. It's, uh, no. trying to tread water. Uh... Um, <laughs> anyways, the party is uh, is starting to drag the Greendale Seven down into the depths of depravity. We have Britta literally prostituting herself uh, to get a um, what a vacation home or something like that.
0: Access to a beach Sh- house every once beach in house, a while. Yes,
1: every once. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Shirley wants to sue the stripper who who stole her husband. And uh, Pierce, of course, wants to go to an island in Indonesia where they hunt people. Did you know that this exists? Well, now I do. Great. Uh, yeah. But every Everything is like worse than the thing that came before <laughs> yeah. it. And I like that Jeff has to be the one to shut it down. He's like, she's a stripper. Life sued her and she lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. I too. I love There's so many good lines yeah. in this episode. There are a lot
1: of good lines. I think Jeff's, you know, even though he's comfortable descending back into his world, it really disturbs him to watch his friends do the same thing, like get sucked into this. Yeah, and you see it in his face. I think that's a really nice little acting moment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. story beat. Yeah. But let's uh, let's instead talk about my all time favorite scene from this episode, which is uh, Troy and Abed getting caught by the janitor <laughs> yes. as they such a small scene but I don't know why this didn't get nominated for an Emmy it should have absolutely uh, because the janitor comes in you know hey you guys aren't supposed to be here and Troy quick on his feet I can explain let me explain <laughs> <laughs> and he's got smooth nothing, nothing. Uh, and then Annie rushes out of the darkness to chloroform the janitor just just chloroform, take him right down to the ground, and uh, this this sets into like the whole physical comedy here. Like it just comes out of almost nowhere, and it's beautiful. Uh, Abed, <laughs> I, I usually only have one foot in reality, and even I am freaking out now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it great? <laughs> but of course, we all know the meme of Troy crying and jumping over the janitor at the same time and just flipping out. It's
0: more amazing physical comedy from yeah, him. It's just, just so good, perfect. So good. Oh, and I loved how stick straight Abed is lying when they all get down on the floor and pretend that they were also chloroformed. Yeah, did you know? Like he's just stiff as a board.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's how he sleeps.
0: Maybe like a praying mantis. Maybe yeah.
2: I believe that. Yeah. And when Abed says he's got that idea, the transition is like a slide wipe. I don't remember many transitions in Community, but like they do a slide and i think they earn it here it's just such a funny bit <laughs> it's yeah it yeah, works
1: like i have an idea well before that troy troy i like this line he's like my whole brain is crying <laughs> 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 which i am gonna use the next time i'm freaking out yeah so yeah it's like they came up with like a scooby-doo plot right it's uh, this yeah. wacky cartoon We'll just all pretend we got
2: chloroform. <laughs> and how they all slowly wake up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's so good.
0: We're all waking up right now. To, we're all regaining consciousness together. Smooth like gravel, guys. Way and to go. The like,
2: but who's
1: she? And why does she have a rag in her hand? <laughs> and Annie's just like the white eyes. And then she just goes for it. She is ruthless. Ruthless. I love ruthless Annie. Me too. I don't expect it, but <laughs> she really gets a taste for chloroforming people in this episode. She sure does. Um, she, she
2: likes it. Yeah. She really is the bad cop.
0: She really is. That's right. <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, we get a little flashback to the Pop and Lockathon. Chang in hour four, uh, starting to get just strung out, but he's doing it because he has this little hallucination of being part of the study group they have that piece of music and i don't know what it is the ah, ah, that uh, little i don't know whatever it is anyways uh he he's imagining he's in jeff's seat in the study group and everybody's applauding him and laughing at his jokes and that's why he's he's still
2: going poor chang poor chang. he's got tears running down his face <laughs> Oh <laughs>
0: Why'd they have to do my Chang like this?
2: <laughs> so Jeff's trying to get
1: the them to leave, and he, like he tells Pierce, uh, it is bad to hunt men for sport. Badass. Ah, oh, Pierce. Of course, Pierce. Do you think Pierce ever went to the island? Ooh.
0: Not for lack of trying, I would say.
1: Do you think he'd get there and he would find out everybody's actually hunting him?
0: Ooh, <laughs> I love it.
2: Now again, Justin, this is a good episode idea. You should be writing the next episode of community.
1: I yeah, agree. Yeah. Well we could we could do it together. We'll be the new the new uh, writing team for community season seven
2: whenever <laughs> we'll now. send in a script. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like during this scene like uh, Annie's going for the chloroform again and Yes I think Troy has to talk her down. He's
2: like, No, no, stop <laughs> that! has to physically stop us. Yeah.
0: Perfect.
1: Like this is just his her go-to move now. I, yeah. You find something that works, whether it's hey, it's a tree or, you know, chloroforming people, whatever you need to do to get out of a situation. You do it. Uh, I think I think Heather likes to throw glitter in people's face and then run away. I don't know why. But...
0: How did how did you know? I it's, thought I was being it's secret to with me that a couple times. Oh I man.
1: The Mutant Summit, and we're introducing everybody on the stage at the big convention. And we're like, Hey, and here's Heather. Uh, She's a good friend and a wonderful writer. And at that point, you screeched, not screamed, screeched Mm -hmm. loudly Mm -hmm. and threw two fistfuls of glitter in my eyes, one of which is uh, still swimming. Yeah. It's like I have a kaleidoscope. But I
0: thought I chloroformed you after that. I mean, uh, I didn't do that. That didn't happen. What are you talking about?
1: It's a sad day. Sad day. And it was still not the worst thing a, a writer has ever done on the stunt site. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we kind of find out Alan, of course, did, you know, throw Jeff under the bus. Or he snarked on Jeff. But he tries to confess it to, to Jeff and says it was actually the nice guy at the firm who, like, adopted two at-risk kids. and
2: Thompson. <laughs> yeah, <Tom's-> <laughs> Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thomas, uh, any relation?
2: I like to nice think guy. so. I mean, I'm just yeah. as selfless, actually. I've always thought about donating a kidney to a temp. If I had a temp, I would I would do that. If I had a temp who needed a kidney, anytime. We'll any temps out there? Um, <laughs> I've got a kidney this, gone.
1: <laughs> this show could use a temp.
2: We're just saying.
1: We could, <laughs> it could. use a temp. It's, do all our scut work for us and get us juice and go on donut runs. <laughs> Buy, buy Heather more glitter.
0: You know, I, I go through expensive. so much. So much.
2: Now, this isn't the kind of thing that I usually like to say about a show like this. But um, I, think, I think, do you think Alan was right? Uh, I think Alan was in the right the whole time. And Alan's just a good person. And I would have done the same thing and then probably lied to Jeff as well because <laughs> I didn't want to admit it. Um, but what, if he... Wrote? If he knew that Jeff had had done something wrong, it's uh, it's on him to report it to the to the bar or whatever, right?
1: So is that is that what you inferred from his actions that he was doing it because he was it was the right thing to do or because he thought if I throw this guy who's definitely going to make partner before me
2: out of the firm, then I can become partner? Ah, uh, well, now you've added the depth. The layer of intention, hey, I suppose. I'm just well, saying
1: Alan doesn't really strike me as a
2: super trustworthy, noble, dudley-do-right kind well, of Well, that's guy. why I can relate. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> this, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I suppose um, his actions, uh, aside of his bad intentions and him being a really annoying and, uh, and kind of nasty person, weren't wrong, I suppose. You know what? Sometimes...
1: People like really bad they can' intend to do really bad things, and they end up actually doing really good things unintentionally I mean this is that going to Greendale is a good move for Jeff, right it's yeah, softening mm-hmm. his horrible hard heart, and it's making him actually as he says, you know like caring is lethal around here, it's mm-hmm. a disease, don't infect me, but he wants he's like, but I am infected, I do care, you know like that's that's his big self-revelation of this episode like it's a little too late for me to go back to being one of these guys again uh
2: yep yeah i suppose it's a nice reconfirmation that jeff has changed since the beginning of season one
1: at least a little at least
2: a little yeah yeah not enough to like uh avoid tapping back into his old self for a whole episode happily but uh yeah you know
1: so they, they wind up back at the dance. Jeff arrives and he and Troy do an amazing puppet dance. <laughs> I really like the marionette dance. That was, I loved that, was
0: awesome. that. wonder how much... Did they have to rehearse that?
1: When? When did <laughs> That's they That's what I was time? wondering. <laughs> Jeff was already out of the group when they knew that the whole contest was going to be formed. That's why Chang was saying, like... He's not even going to join you guys. So when did they have time to practice?
0: They're just that in sync, you know.
1: Maybe, maybe. But they uh, they hug. The team loses. They don't really care. But Chang cares uh, because he they didn't win the contest. So he's not in the study group. Oh, the callousness of Troy in this moment. Ice cold. Like, that and this is this is the, this is a real subversion of this episode because what's the whole message like these people care about each other mm-hmm. There's, it's you know like they're hammering into caring Jeff's starting to care we all care about each other and in Chang in his moment where he needs people to care for him they just go nope yep get you and he starts doing that crazy Joker laugh I guess I always think of uh Batman 89 when he looks at himself in the mirror for that first time and starts laughing hysterically as his mind breaks. Uh, that's that's kind of what's happening to Chang. Yeah. Chang's mind
2: is breaking. Jeez, and you're also you're just like the start of our recording, Justin, you're wrinkling my brain a bit again with this Chang stuff cuz yeah, this whole episode, you're right, is so much about caring and how the group's so caring and Chang is just the one outlier. Why is he not allowed to join the group? It's like, yeah. It's it's, it's a kind
1: weird motif of, of yeah. the show that the Greendale 7 can be really heartless and kind of mean. And not all the time, but sometimes they are, especially to outsiders. Yeah, a, and not to it's everyone. It's to
2: certain, yeah, know. outside villains uh, like Chang. Yeah, and Todd. on am oh, Todd. Todd. Turtle. Mm. Yeah.
1: Uh, but he starts laughing at, like, and Dean's like, he's bringing us down. Can we move him? <laughs> <laughs> Just haul him out. Like, why do they need to move him? The contest is over. It's done. You know, it's like, whatever. So, uh, and then we have this uh, amazing outro here, the closing credits, where Troy's walking down. He sees Abed's tunnel. And he, uh, he sees Abed as a little cartoon guy at the end of the tunnel. And Troy, run through here. Come over here. Nothing's impossible. And here, animals can talk. Your heart is shaped like a heart. And the smell of pie makes you float.
0: You just have to believe.
1: You just have to believe. And he does. Like, he's almost ready to run right into the the wall.
0: What does Abed say? I may have caused some damage there. I may have done (laughs) some damage. Yeah, when
1: Troy's like, oh, oh. (laughs) I didn't realize you were i'm just joking i'm just joking oh of course yeah yeah i knew course.
0: that i was gonna do it
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely my one of my top three <laughs> closing scenes so mm-hmm. far it's so good
0: <laughs> yeah and it's, it reminds me of
2: the clear. um it must be coming up soon the uh it reminded me a bit of the the one with the trampoline uh mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited for that episode yeah.
1: <sighs> All right, well, uh, Al, Al was not here to slow us down, so we were able to uh, cruise through this. Well, not that Al would ever slow us I'm down. I'm going to
0: tell him you said um, that. I'm going to narc on you.
1: All right, narky narc and the narky bunch. Watch out. You'll um, get a glitter bomb in your mailbox. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I I literally have told my kids' teachers back when they were in school, I said, listen, you guys can do whatever you want to do at school. But if you send anything art-related art home with my kid that has glitter on it, just know it will be in the trash can before we leave the school. <laughs> uh, I am not getting glitter in my home. I do not like glitter. It gets on everything. Yes. It gets all over the car. Mm-hmm. You know. And they're like, well, glitter glue. No. No. no, no. That's, that's a gateway glitter. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. So, I mean, there have been times I, I'm like the kid came up to me he's like yeah dad, i made this i am like trash can but you know what i did is i, I took a picture before they put it. Oh, okay uh, yeah. No. yeah all right we're done talking about how horrible of a dad i am let's talk about a report card and see what we think of the episode as a whole what our final thoughts are and our rating for it so thomas we
2: missed you last time you're first up bud yeah, and actually, last episode, uh, I hear that all of you liked quite a bit, and uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like quite as much for some reason. Uh, I'll just, yeah, throw in, that in there. My rating for it was a C, probably. I liked it, and I really yeah. don't know how to explain why I, I didn't love it, but, oh well, this episode, <laughs> um, I liked a little bit more. Um uh i guess cuz it got a bit more specific in terms of doing a an actual plot um you know based around this lawyer stuff uh though that's that whole jeff lawyer part of the episode uh is not my favorite like it is retreading a lot of the season 1 kind of beats i feel though it's fun to see um the lawyer world a bit. And, um, oh, and and one Drew Carey bit I did like is just when he's talking to Jeff and he shouts out to everyone, hey, everybody, Jeff Wing is here. And <laughs> just everybody in the room goes, hey, <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> random. Um, and yeah, so I enjoyed some of those characters. But, and I enjoyed the pop and locking. I mean, anytime there's dancing in this show, it's just enjoyable. So that mm-hmm. boosts up the episode a bit. The best bit of the episode is obviously the heist bit and that one scene with the chloroform. Um, if it weren't for that episode, uh, for that scene, I'd give this episode a C. But just that scene alone and the post credits uh, bumps it up to a B for me. So I pretty I liked this episode pretty well. It's a B. All right.
1: Yeah, it's always a little interesting when you're coming back to an episode you know pretty well and you, you think uh, you know in your mind your memory, and the actual reality don't quite mesh. Uh, In my mind, this was always a really, really good episode. And again, going back, it was just an okay episode. Uh, You know, there's a lot lot better in season two. Um, There's even some better in season one. I I appreciate what it's covering. I, I do like that we're getting a little bit more of Jeff's journey. I think it feels a little bit more earned. There's no amazing transformation of jeff we just see a bit of backsliding and then we see that he's really started to become infected by the caring spirit uh the care bears have shown upon him and uh he's he's actually has changed so it is nice to see that uh but overall it's not like it's not really firing on tons of cylinders say the uh shirley britta Pierce don't get a lot to do even everybody non-Jeff don't get that much to do uh it's almost more of a guest star episode you get a lot of time with Alan and a bit of time with Ted so um that's a little disappointing too uh so it's it's an episode where um I also don't like the resolution I don't like not just the Chang part I always thought that was kind of unnecessarily cruel but I get it they're setting him up uh, to be a villain and that's that's okay. Um but what I also don't like is like Jeff finds out Alan is the one who betrayed him and then he's like, oh yeah, it's really cool. Like, you know, now I I got leverage over him. Do you though, Jeff? Do you? Because yeah. you don't ever use it. Um Alan does come back, you don't use it then, and you've already told Ted to make this guy partner. I'm like I would have gone back right away and said, Ted, dude, just forget it. You know, this guy's a a jerk forget it your instincts were right in the first place Mm -hmm. like uh yeah so that it didn't feel like uh alan really got his expected comeuppance and he needed it uh that that was really disappointing in this episode some really great scenes some really great lines and that's what's going to keep this kind of in the middling range i'm going to give it a c and that is not a vindictive c it's just a it's a good average episode with some good parts uh but it's not not any higher than that heather what do you
0: think? i'm gonna give it a b we've we've got the unsatisfying resolution with alan but we have the heist scene which mm. gives us the setup for the later joke uh, of annie like immediately as soon as shirley's like what are we gonna do about him and Annie just starts dumping the chloroform on the rag again like that that's so freaking funny and <laughs> And there's also so many good lines. Like I said, Dean popping in. Guten Tag, homies. Like one of my favorite Dean entrances. <laughs> one of my favorite ending scenes. Abed almost fool, well, stopping himself before he causes Troy to suffer some extreme physical injury along with the definite emotional injury that he just experienced. It's, it's got a lot of great stuff, but you know, I agree also that Jeff is the, really the main focus and we don't get enough of everybody else. So I'm giving it a B.
1: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so there we go. You have heard our thoughts on season two, episode two, and now we want to hear yours. Touch base with us on Twitter at one Oh one rewatching one Oh one rewatching is our Twitter handle. Probably already know that, but I'm going to tell you it again. Anyways, one Oh one rewatching, uh, let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, do you think we rated it right? Uh, do you enjoy any parts of it more than others? Have you ever been chloroformed in your life? Do you remember that? That would be an odd thing to experience. Do you want to be? <laughs> Heather's <laughs> available. That's a very weird Etsy business that she runs, but she's happy to I do. Know it.
0: that side hustle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you want to watch Heather actually uh, chloroform people live on in video games, I'm guessing uh, you can check out her Twitch. <laughs> twitch channel uh check out thomas's youtube channel oh are you still doing your youtube channel
2: yeah i i actually i think i might make a new video around christmas time so get in there subscribe now so you're ready for that video it's exciting times
0: be one of the first to hang out in there and wait
1: (laughs) he's gonna give us like best of 2021 list in uh 2022 so (laughs) that's right on top of things uh, and check the jam. Yeah, sorry, and, yeah.
0: it's all that glitter got stuck in your mind. Oh, right. Laughing,
1: he's breaking. Yeah. <laughs> and check out our, our uh, cult movie review site, Mutant Reviewers It's the kind of site Abed would visit. Sure, so would. let's just imagine Abed giving it a thumbs up and go <laughs> from there. Uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. In fact, just tonight I watched a movie called voyage of the rock aliens ah tell me you've seen this no. it is amazing it's a musical about aliens who come to earth to discover rock and roll yeah. and it is just the cheesiest 80s thing you've ever seen is so it's awesome it's got Ooh, I'm so in. tentacled lake mutants and a chainsaw massacre guy and so many songs done by like a devo style band it's oh yes beautiful yes so that's the kind of stuff we do over there at mutant reviewers movies.com so that's it for today thanks for listening on behalf of al who's not here i'm sure he just wishes all of you the very best in life and um looking forward to coming back again is that a trait <laughs>